You are listening to Exquisite Conversations, hosted by Kim. Sharika, how are you? Thank you so much for joining me for an episode of Exquisite Conversations. How's everything going with you in COVID world? <laughs> still busy, still busy, but everything is going great, actually. And, awesome. and I'm doing good. Awesome. That's always a relief to be able to hear that, you know, people are surviving and maintaining throughout all this madness because I know it. No one expected this. You know, I'm hoping that after we get past this, we never, ever, ever have to go through it again. I know. I know. I know. I'm with you. Yeah. So you are, um, I... I like to tell people, you know, I have my people that I social media creep and watch and things like that. So you're one of my people that I social media creep and support. Um, I know we've never met in person, but Mm -hmm. I've been admiring you on social media, all the wonderful things that you are doing. So I always get excited when I get to get people like you on, and then I can tell my listeners, like, see, I know cool people. I know about cool people. (laughs) Thank you. Thank no you. problem. So mm-hmm. introduce yourself for, uh, for those who aren't familiar with you and everything that you do. Um, tell us about what you do and all that fun stuff. So Okay. My name is Sharika Myers. I'm a certified life coach. I'm a children's book author. I'm the creator of the Lil Herbie anti-bullying mascot. I'm the founder of Everyone Voice Matters and the Lil Herbie series. Okay. So that's – and – um. The, the Everyone Voice Matter is a nonprofit that is geared towards kids who stutter, have low self-esteem, lack, self, lack self-confidence, and also anti-bullying. So, um, the, and the nonprofit actually stems from my own personal experience because I actually grew up stuttering as well. Okay. All right. I think your video went out for a second. Okay, now you're back. <laughs> awesome. So cool. So that's I, I'm, I've been seeing, you know, definitely. I every time I see like the little mascot, little Herbie, I'm mm-hmm. like, that's really good. <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> that's me. He, he actually um, he resembles my grandson, which is named Little Herbert, but okay. the mascot itself and the um, and the meaning behind it is actually. I I am the real little Herbie. It's the child that actually have been inside of me for years, and, and I just decided to actually birth him. But I named him after my grandson, which his name is Little Herbie. <laughs> well, yeah. he is definitely very handsome, so you can thank let your you. grandson know that. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. So what um you know I because I have a nonprofit organization as well, and you know whenever I meet other individuals that have nonprofits. I'm always curious to hear the story of, like, how your nonprofit came to be. Like, you know, I know you said, um, you know, it deals with a number of different things and some of those things that my organization deals with also. But what kind of led you to want to start an organization? Because I think we all have dealt with self-esteem and self-confidence in our own way, you know, whether Mm -hmm. it's in childhood or adulthood, you know. um, But what made you want to say, you know what, I want to – I want to help other people. I want to help kids that are going going through this, you know, these issues because I don't think a lot of people realize how vital it is for us to be able to have an understanding and a grasp on that and how it can affect you in the long run. 
Well, actually, what, what, what made me start my nonprofit? Actually, I, I knew I always wanted to do something with kids who stutter because I grew up stuttering. And people never really um, thought that stuttering was a major issue. But when you are laughed at, teased, picked on because you're unable to express how you feel through, through talking, because it used to take me uh, I would say it, it felt like forever to even say two or three words. So, um, so grow, growing up with that and growing up with different issues, like I, I was raised in, in a single family household. We didn't have much. So on top of that, you throw stuttering on, on top of that. So it was kind of hard, but I never, um, I always want to do something with it, but I was afraid even when I learned how to speak at a, a normal pace, I still was afraid that people would still hear the stutter in me and I would be embarrassed. But it wasn't until years down the line when um, when I became a grandmother. Um, and Lil Herbie is the oldest of, of all my grandkids. And when I noticed that he stuttered and I noticed that he was doing the same thing I used to do. I had this thing where I would tap on my legs and I was trying to express myself. I used to blink my eyes a lot and I used to open up my mouth and try to talk, but nothing would, would come out. So when I noticed that he was going through it, you know, um, at first I thought I could have just like help him through it, talk to him and say, you know, take your time, things like that. But one day when he was trying to say something and he couldn't say it and he just stopped and he said, Granny, I can't say it. So I I looked at him and I said, yes, you can slow down, take your time. And once he said what he said, I said, listen, don't, don't ever say that, that you can't do anything. So um, I walked off and then I became very emotional because I said to myself, I told him to never say that you can never do anything when I knew deep inside I still was holding on. I I never did um I never stepped out the box that, that, that I was in. I was still afraid, even though I was giving him advice, but I wasn't taking my own advice. So um so when when I told him that, I said, in order for me to be able to help him and other kids that's actually going that are dealing with the speech impediment and anything that's stopping them from becoming great, I had to deal with my my inner self and become really comfortable with 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 who I am. So so once I did that, I went back to school. I got my degree in um, business and marketing. And then I formed my, and then that's when I formed my, my nonprofit. Cause then that's when I became, I would, I would say free, you know, I, I, I actually freed, freed myself. I stepped out this box that I put myself in because of, of how other people would judge me. I, I stepped out this box and became the person who I am today. And then I created the, the nonprofit. So that's what actually helped me to bring it forward. Okay. Awesome. So that's a very powerful story. And I'm, you know, glad to hear that, you know, in a way, like the organization was kind of, it was an opportunity for you to be able to help kids, but also it helped you in a sense mm -hmm. as well, too. You know, Correct. because you were so, and I can kind of relate to that and understand that because, you know, being able to, you know, and you said something when you were talking about giving advice but not taking it for yourself. I was mm -hmm. like, Lord, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so definitely mm -hmm. I think um, that, that's amazing that you were able to start the organization and help them and also be able to, you know, kind of work through your own um, situations and how you were feeling. 
So what was what was your, you know, how did you talk, kind of tie in uh, anti-bullying into that as well? Because I know anti-bullying can be kind of like its own monster too because that's a major, major issue. Yeah. And I'm sure, you know, with everything you were going through with stuttering, you were probably bullied, you know, you went through your self-esteem and self-confidence issues. So how would, what was it like being able to, you know, work with other kids in addition to your grandchild um, and just kind of see, you know, add on all these different um, things that you were uh, passionate about as well. Because I saw myself in them. And, and actually, you know, and it's, even though anti-bullying has its own entity, you know, when you're when you're dealing with with anything that's 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 hindering you from from becoming great and being I I dealt with a speech impediment stuttering being teased laughed at and and kind of bullied or being being the bullier you know is all of those things tied in because some sometimes I was picked on laughed at but sometimes I became the aggressor because of um afraid of people you know, well, well, getting tired of people picking on me, and I knew I was strong mentally, so sometimes it can come out as aggressive. You know, so so really, I was able to tie the the anti-bullying because kids that that that's going that's going through anything, they are bullied. They are, I mean, rather it be, it don't have to be by hand physically, but it can be mentally, you know, and socially. So, so I was able to tie that in because those are some of the things I actually went through. So it became easy to tie in low self-esteem, um, self-confidence, um, anti-bullying. It was easy to tie those things in because those are some of the um, things that I went through, and those are some some of the things that kids go through today when they're dealing with different different issues. So it was kind of easy to actually tie all of that in. Okay, awesome, awesome. So as far you have Everyone Voice Matter, that's, you know, your nonprofit organization, but you also mentioned that, you know, you're a kids book writer also. What kind of led you to want to get into writing? And I'm pretty sure it's a, it's a you know, I can imagine it's a real opportunity for you to address all of those issues that surround those issues and those topics that, you know, sometimes we skirt around or sometimes yeah. we avoid, sometimes we don't mm -hmm. really know how to discuss. Um, so how did, you know, writing and kids book writing and specific, uh, uh, specifically, uh, how did that kind of come about and how do you tie that into your organization and the other things you do? Well, actually it's crazy because I never wanted to write children's books, nor, nor did I write children's books because of the organization, why I wanted to write is because reading aloud is what helped me control my stutter. So wow. that was the technique I actually used. So, you know, so so what I wanted to do was I just basically wanted to write my story through a children's book. And um, I wanted to implement reading into my nonprofit because, you know, even though they have several different techniques to help to control stuttering and go, going through speech therapists, but I never um, received speech therapy. I never went to anybody to actually help me. I, I learned on my own, and how I learned was through reading aloud. So when I read aloud, I'm like, you know what? I want to write my story. I don't want to write it in adult form. I want to reach kids. I want to write books for kids. So I decided to 
write my story through a children's book, even though the main character is, is Lil Herbie. But the Lil Herbie book series is basically my life from when I was first moved from Baltimore to Charleston, South Carolina, and the next book comes out in June, which is Herbie Goes to School, and I have another one, another one. It's just about different things I went through through my childhood, and I just decided to write it in the children's book form. That's how I started writing children's books. Awesome. So it's like your books are kind of like, you use them as like, like educational yeah. tools. Yeah, yeah. for, for the all, organization. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. I think that's so cool. <laughs> so yeah. how, in, in addition to reading, what are some other, you know, if I'm a, if I'm a child, if I have a child that is struggling with stuttering or maybe being bullied in school, when I if I approach or contact your organization, how exactly can you help me? Like what exactly, what services, what other tools and resources in addition to reading, what else do you offer through your organization? We actually have um, coaching, um, 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 mentorship. Actually, like I say, I, I am a certified life coach, and I also work with other um, mental groups. It's this um, one mental group who I partner with is Bold, so um, which which works with young ladies, and then another one is my community keepers um, who, who work with boys. And um, I also do like, I have my, my book series. I also do like, I, um, I have speech pathologists as well on my team as well. So, so I can refer them to, to speech pathologists to, to actually be able to work with different, um, different techniques that, that, that they actually use. And um, like I said, I myself is a um a certified life coach. So I I mentor kids as well. I talk to them about um low low self esteem and and um how to be able to build their self esteem, how to be able to handle bullying and um and also let them know that it's okay to actually tell someone uh, an adult. I let them know how um how important it is to uh, about reading and doing work, and and also my program, I implement so many other things that kids need, like um, financial learning. I have a program for that. STEM. I have a program for that. I have um, a program for credit. You know, teaching kids how important credit is at such a um, a young age. So I have different different components within my program that can actually help kids, and not just dealing with um low self esteem or stuttering, dealing with different things that can help them grow and become great as well. Okay, awesome. <laughs> so you do you do so many amazing things. Um, you know, and I and I've heard you mention that you're also a certified life coach. So yeah. how do you tie that in, in with everything? <laughs> I know you say you offer mentoring and coaching also, um, but how did that how did you know getting into life coaching, how did that kind of come about for you? Actually came about where though, because um, dealing with it myself, low, low self-esteem, I had to teach myself. And so what, what made me, and then I was already mentoring different people, but I wanted to make sure that I was doing it the correct way, you know. So, um, so that's when I went to be certified to become a life coach. And I like to do that because people don't realize that you could be dealing with anything on the outside. But if you don't have it right on the inside, you don't um, – Help yourself within first because I truly believe in, in building your inside out, not out in. Because like like myself, I was able to get my stuttering under control years ago, but 
I still had some inside issues. I never used to like for, for like I said, to actually talk to people. I never um, did, did anything. I, I just did the normal thing. I never wanted to be up front. I would help people grow, but, but I would help them grow from, from behind, from behind the scenes because I was still afraid. E even in my mind, even when I knew that I was talking at a normal pace, I could be talking to somebody, but being when, when you're picked on and teased and laughed at for so long, your mind played tricks on you. So I still thought, even though I was talking normal, I still thought people were still laughing, even though they wasn't. And, and, and that's because I didn't deal with my internal self first. So um, that's what made me become a life coach. And now I feel as though um, if certain things happen, I know how to handle it mentally. And I think that kids need to know that first. So that's why I became a certified life coach. Okay. Now, I, I love the fact that, you know, I love how, you know, hearing your story about how your grandson inspired you and sent you on this amazing journey. Um, what do you think, why do you think it's so important for um, adults like yourself, adults like all of us to be able to, the importance of sharing your testimony and being able to help others that might have been going through the same situation or similar situations as you, you know, because I've always felt that, you know, for me when starting my nonprofit that it was vital because, you know, I'm like, okay, I've been through this experience, I went through this experience for a reason, you know, to be able to help somebody else. So what are your thoughts and why do you think it's important for adults to be able to, for us to be able to, you know, create organizations and address issues like these that people don't want to talk about? I hope that question made sense. No, no, it does. No, I, I think it's our job to do that because I feel like this. If, like, certain things I've been through in life, and not just not just growing up stuttering. I mean, I feel as though that you know, and in order, it's not about me just growing this organization if I can't help somebody else. And and also is the, the the kids that's 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 coming behind us. You know, some 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 kids are stuck in situations where they didn't choose that situation. They didn't choose that that lifestyle, they was born into it, just just like me. So I feel as though that, you know, it's it's our job. If we have the abilities, the um the 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 resources to be able to help the kids that's coming behind us, I think that we that that, that is what we are supposed to do because think about it. I mean it's it's exciting to see kids become successful. It's exciting to see kids just just grow and learn more. And, you know, I I truly think it wasn't hard for me to actually decide to do this because I, I believe that that's part of our responsibility. I mean, what what good is having the resources and what good is having the abilities to, to do certain things and not help nobody? It don't make sense. I mean, it, it just don't make sense. So really, the answer to that is I think we're supposed to. You know, I think, I think we are supposed to, you know, that's, I mean, and that's, that's where your blessings come from. And, and me, who I am, I can't see myself not helping somebody. I can't see myself, I didn't got to a certain part, and then now, all of a sudden, nobody else matters. Is that fair? 
somebody, I mean, somebody, somebody had to encourage me, which, which some, somebody did, a, a school teacher, you know? So, I mean, but I still had to do the work, you know, even though that she didn't pass on and, and, and going on, but it still was, you know, embedded in me. So I think helping someone else, I mean, is, is what we're supposed to do. And what's wrong with doing that? <laughs> That's why I love mean, What's wrong with doing it? <laughs> I definitely agree with you. I I definitely do agree with you on that. So, what was my question I was going to ask? If you had, what would you say to, I was going to say your younger self. I always ask this kind of question because I'm always curious to hear people's answers. So, what would you say to a young girl that might have, been going through the same situation as you, uh, dealing with stuttering, dealing with, you know, the issues of self-esteem and self-confidence, what would you say to a young girl or even your younger self, you know, now that you have worked through, you know, the issues that you were having and you're in a much more stronger and secure place in your life, you know, what would you say to your younger self or a younger girl in general that, Look, that is looking to you as an inspiration, wants to be able to work through her issues, or might just be frustrated, like, I'm never going to be able to, like, move past this, or I'm always going to be struggling with this or dealing with this in some kind of way. What do you say to young girls or, well, I know you work with young boys as well, too, so any yeah. young child that would, you know, be dealing or feeling like, uh, you know, feeling in a negative place like that? Well, it's crazy you asking that because that's why I created Lil Herbie, you know, because he can relate to kids. He can, I mean, he's been there. And I can tell something like, like the, the, young of my, the, the younger self of my, the younger version of myself, I would have said, who are they to judge me? And, and then I would ask myself, okay, now, I mean, does how they feel or what they say, is that going to affect me? No. Are these people doing anything for me? No. Um, um, are they giving you anything, Sharika? I mean, even if they are giving you something, you have to, I'll say, I'll, I'll tell people, it don't matter what nobody say. It don't matter what they think. You know, you have to be, you, you, you have to be the, um, the authentic you. Be be who you are and be satisfied with that. Because I always say, when somebody else is picking on somebody else, it's something wrong with them. It's something wrong with them. You just, I mean, right now it's crazy because some some of the kids I I, I mentor they 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 laugh. I'd be like, well, who are they? And they'd be like, Miss Sharika. They say, I say, okay, well, who are they? You know, I mean, and, and people just don't pick on people for no reason. People, it, it has to be something about them. If they are making fun of you, if they are laughing at you, you know, it has to be something wrong with them. So I tell them that, you know, so think about it. They are picking on you for a reason because they are lacking something. They, I mean, and they, they want somebody else to join them. They want somebody else to feel how they feel, you know. I say, and, and when you succumb to that, then you are doing exactly what they want you to do. You know, so so really, when 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 somebody come up to you and they say something, you you got to think to yourself. I I always tell them, just pause for a minute. Just pause for a minute, breathe in because I meditate. I said breathe. I just pause for a minute and think to yourself, who are they? 
Are they changing your life? You know, what they say, you know, why does that matter to you? Is that hurting you? Like, I was grew up with my mom, we say, sticks and stones may break your bones, but words will never hurt you. <laughs> and I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm stuck on that now. So that's, that's why now, and see, I had to develop that as an adult. I want kids to develop that as a child because I don't want nobody to go through the same childhood I went through, you know, growing up teenage years, my 20s and my 30s, and still feeling, you know, like, like I wasn't good enough, you know. So if I'm able to encourage a child to, to learn that at a young age, I feel like I've done my job. So what do I tell them? Who cares? And that's where Lil Herbie kicks in because he's like the inner child. So, and, and, you know, kids say anything. So, so, so that's my alter ego. So when I want to say something crazy, Lil Herbie says it. I'm like, did I say something? I, I didn't say that. Lil Herbie said Because now he's not afraid. Awesome, awesome. So I think we all have our own little alter ego of, you know, when we were, I know when I was younger, I had one. And um, anytime I was feeling like not as confident or things like that, I'm like, what would she do? You mm -hmm. know? <laughs> yeah. And I just think that's so cool how you actually have like a, a live person, somebody that people can relate to and, you know, in a way build a relationship with so that mm -hmm. somebody they can relate, you know, that, that understands. A kid can relate to is, is not an adult. You know, he's a kid and he's actually, he's been through so much. So I'm saying, so certain time they, they certain thing I said, look at Lil Herbie. Best believe Lil Herbie done done been through it all. And if he can go through it, you can go through it too. So, you know, he can relate to, to all kids. It don't matter the rich, the poor, the in between. He can relate to all of them. Awesome. Well, we definitely love Lil Herbie. <laughs> so Tell us how what you have coming up next. What are you working on? What can we, um, you know, what do you have that uh, is coming next from your organization, your life coaching, your books, um, and also how can we support you? Like how can we support your organization? How can we contribute to your greatness, your causes? How can we be able to make you better? Well, we have a, we actually have a lot coming up. Well, um, one one big event is on May fifteenth at um, Park Circle from twelve to three p.m. Um, I'm throwing an event called Community Release. It's like relax, relate, release. So we'll have information out there from um, work from home, mental um, um, mental assistance, mental health assistance, um, do, domestic violence, anti-bullying, um, um, rental assistance, um, COVID vaccine information. We have all that set up. There's free food for the, for, for the community. We have DJ Boss Hall. We have Lil Herbie. Um, we have the Charleston River Dog mascot. We have the um, McGruff, the, the dog mascot. We have, we're going to have the, the, the EMS set up there. We have so much. We have game trucks. We're going to have Jump Castle because I wanted to, during, during COVID, people was going through so much stuff, going through, and so some people didn't, didn't know where to get information from. We'll, we'll also have fun, financial literacy out there, credit repair, a real estate agent. So all of these things that people wasn't sure where to go at 
or didn't didn't have to ride to get there. We can have all these people set up there with booths. Like I said, free hot dogs, hamburger, water, chips for everybody that's that's actually out there. We also want to have um, two two food trucks out there. Chef Carlos, Chef Del Juan. So if people want to purchase other food, we have vendors. We have that. So so I always have to just come out there. The fly will be coming soon. We have um, a bunch of great speakers, and we have a celebrity guest. I will be announcing soon who will be speaking then as well. So I always advise you to come out there, have a good time, music, DJ, listen to the speakers, get encouraged, all of that on May 15th. And on April the 3rd, we just came up, we're, we're having a Easter egg hunt for the kids on, on Libby Hill Park. Um, because those are the things I grew up on. Those are the things I my, my, my grandkids, my, my kids, I, we always had. And I kind of want to get back to actually doing those things, you know, with Easter Head outside. Now kids stay in the house on their phone. On the, I'm like, you know what, let's go back to doing things that we used to do. So we're going to have an Easter egg hunt, myself and Shaquem and um, Acts of Kindness. We join together. We're going to have free, free food on the grill. We're going to have music out there, just very kid-friendly. I'm working on um, the the Lil Herbie show. is um, It's going to be a show about different things that 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 kids go through. It's going to be on YouTube. It's going to be an absolute show. Um, it's going to be basically almost like a reality TV show for Lil Herbie. We're gonna have shows, and then we're gonna have him different things that he do throughout the day. Different time, like he might be at the mall. He might be at a school with kids. He might be skating somewhere. Just different things that kids do. We we have that coming out on on YouTube on, on the Lil Herbie series YouTube page in August. We have our big back to school event, which is the first Saturday in August, where though we give away like a thousand backpacks filled with school supplies for the community. We have a kid um, artist come down and perform, uh, game truck, jump cast, all that stuff. I I try to make that like a mini getaway for kids because some kids' parents don't have the money to take them out of town. Some kids' parents don't have the money to take, take them to a concert, things like that. So I want to do, instead of me doing this to regular back-to-school event, I, I, I usually throw like a mini concert, mini carnival for kids that wasn't able to, to get out throughout the summer. So, so we're doing that in August. And um, also I have my next book that's coming out in June. It's called Herbie Goes to School. Um, We'll be having a book signing for that. And um, I just joined forces with this um, Alkaline Water Company. Lil Herbie will be traveling, not just here, different states, um, providing water to kids in different communities and letting kids know how important it is to drink water, you know, to actually get water, consume water on a, on a daily basis. So we'll be doing that here soon, traveling, doing, do, doing that with, with the mascot, um, encourage kids to drink water. And um, doing different fundraisers here, um, we just—I I mean, we're doing a lot that 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 we actually—and I actually am working on um, opening up my first center, hopefully sometime this year, or doing a summer program to help kids kind of get caught up because some kids fell behind and, and and actually still are behind. But mm-hmm. within this program, the, the the kids will be evaluated first so that we can know where where they're at and where they need to be based on their grade. So we're actually working on that, trying to see if we can find a place for that, to have the summer program. But um, once we open up the center, we'll, we have everything available to them, financial learning, reading, STEM, just just different things that I believe that kids need to know now 
you know, be even be before they get to middle school, because you we we have to teach our kids financial learning, even stocks, you know, just things that I believe that um we should have when we was young. When I was young, I'm not giving my age, but that was a while ago. Uh -huh, that we should have had um, when we was young. So we're gonna implement all of that. So and then and I just ask them to just um, continue to support the Everyone Voice Matters and the Lil Herbie series, you know, um, initiative. Um, Lil Herbie, he gonna have action figures. He gonna have all these different things like a uh, Bob the Builder door explorer. He's mm -hmm. gonna be that twenty that that twenty twenty one version of those same mascots that was back then. But we just bring in, we just put a different spin on it. So I just they can um and people if if they choose to donate things like that they can visit the everyonevoicematters.org website and they can also visit the lowherbie.com and see the different things that that we'll be bringing forth and just continue to follow them because I'm telling you I add on different things all the time <laughs> things I feel like I missed out on from from just hiding myself and 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 not being able to bring forth a lot of stuff that I wanted to do and I'm doing it now so I have so much I don't know that's that's a mouthful right there and with with my life coach I take on different kids you know um parents and um and I refer a speech pathologist to kids that need it you know just the different things okay <laughs> Well, you have got a busy, busy summer plan, Sam. Uh, you and Lil Herbie is going to be running Charleston. You know what? We need to vote Lil Herbie for mayor of Charleston. No, we don't even want to go. We don't want to touch politics. We want to stay neutral because I'm telling you, I, I just ask that people just come out and support his events. He's from um, South Carolina. He's from Charleston. I got people to to come out and support, bring bring your kids, bring bring your kids out and um, check them out. Like I said, we we, we have the Easter egg hunt. If you know any kids that, I mean, we we just want the kids to come out there, have fun. May, May 15th, definitely come out there. Definitely when the flyer um, drop, I ask you to support it because we're going to have so much stuff out there for the whole community. We even, even the Hispanic community, if the people, um, people, who don't speak English, we gonna have one Hispanic person at at each um, spot so that when they come up, they'll be able to actually get the information as well. We don't want to ex exclude anyone. Everyone is welcome. Like I said, relax, late release is is a community event and it's for everybody. Awesome. Well, I am excited. <laughs> I'm already like making mental notes of different dates because I'm like, I'm gonna come out too. <laughs> yeah, come out. I hope to see you out there. <laughs> yes, of course. So I am just so in awe of everything that you're doing. I'm more than proud of you. I think everything you're doing is phenomenal, and especially, you know, hearing your story and everything that you've been through and how you've moved past that and beyond that, and you're working so diligently to be able to inspire other women like yourself and children. I think it's incredible. So you are my hero, um, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Thank you. So, I'm, I'm definitely excited about everything that's to come. Um, I know we don't have much time left, but Sharika, I appreciate you again for giving us your time and talking to us and sharing all this wonderful information. 
please go support Sharika, Everyone Voice Matters, and Lil Herbie. Um, this has been another awesome episode of Exquisite Conversations. And thank you again, Sharika. Thank you for having me. Enjoy your day. No problem. Thanks for tuning in. Support the show and Exquisite Radio at www.exquisiteinternetradio.com. Thank you.